Thanks for joining us for this edition of Talking Talent. I'm Nicole Fuqua. You're listening to our new audio series where we dig into issues related to talent acquisition. Today, we're talking about how you can use predictive analytics to make your recruiting funnel more efficient and hire better talent faster. Joining me is Allison Brigden, our global leader of innovation and support here at People Scout. Allison has been with the company for more than 20 years, and in that time, she's gained a wealth of knowledge implementing and managing complex RPO engagements. In her current role, Allison oversees People Scout's Affinix technology. Affinix is a mobile first, cloud based platform that creates a consumer like candidate experience and streamlines the sourcing process. Allison has been instrumental throughout the development and rollout of Affinix. Allison, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Nicole. First, I want to establish what we mean when we're talking about predictive analytics. So can you tell me what predictive analytics is and how it relates to some of the other things we hear, like data analytics or prescriptive analytics? How does it all fit in together? Sure. Well, predictive analytics is when you move past the questions of what happened and why did it happen and move on to what will happen. So it's where you're using the descriptive or diagnostic analytics that are telling you what happened and why, and you're using those to predict what will happen. And actually where it gets really powerful is when you move from predictive to prescriptive. So often when we're talking about predictive analytics, we are also talking about prescriptive, although it's not used as much on its own as a buzzword. So predictive analytics will allow you to predict what will happen, and then you can influence um, what you want to have happen or how you can improve your business outcomes through that prediction. So if you predict that we're going to have a shortage for a certain position that is critical for hiring, you can put more resources toward that position so that you can have a better business outcome as a result of the insights that you're gaining with predictive analytics. So really, this is where we move up the scale in both value and the difficulty in terms of how you get this data from information and hindsight to insight and then ultimately foresight and optimization. So that's when we're looking at predicting outcomes, improving those outcomes based on a reallocation of resources, a reallocation of activities to influence that and optimize the process for a better outcome. And how does it relate to AI? I think we often hear AI and predictive analytics talked about together. How do they interact and how are they related? Yeah, well, first of all, predictive analytics is using artificial intelligence. So it's using um, data to make a prediction. So right, right there, that's part of AI. And then you can really speed up the process of predictive analytics and prescriptive analytics by using AI. Because rather than having an individual have to analyze each piece of data, you can use AI to really automate that and start to give you um, prescriptive actions without having to be involved in all of the analysis of the data. Now, it can be dangerous, too, because if you just let the data and the AI kind of run off on their own, you can sometimes be in a situation where you maybe are perpetuating adverse impact that's been part of a previous data set. So it's, it's best if you also have some supervision 
of the artificial intelligence and the machine learning that is coming from all of that data. So if you have a way to view into those algorithms, make adjustments if needed, you know, bring some of that compliance understanding to the HR process that we have, that's your best outcome. So it's a balance of using the AI as well as using your experience as an HR professional. So that kind of goes against the fear that some people have that computers and AI are just going to take everything over. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you're saying that we still need a lot of human intervention in the whole process. Yes, from my perspective, it makes the human interaction or the human part of the process even more important because we move as HR professionals away from being administrators and managing a lot of transactions to being able to automate those things and then really having your influence be strategic have it be the high impact interaction with your top candidates instead of sifting through thousands of resumes. So it doesn't replace it, it focuses the human contribution to the process to where it has the most impact. And it allows us to do more for the business if it's deployed in the right way. Great, so how can predictive analytics be used during the process of sourcing candidates? And what types of benefits do predictive analytics sourcing tools have for employers? Yeah, there's a lot of applications for predictive analytics around sourcing. So I'm going to run through just a few of those. One is you can use the source of hire to prescribe where you're going to invest in sourcing. So if you're seeing your most successful hires come from a certain method of sourcing, you'll invest your dollars or energy in that way. That's probably one of the simpler applications that really many of us have been doing for the past few decades. And then the next would be to attribute to look at attributes and skills that will equal success so you can look into the data set and see for those same most successful hires what was their skill set what was their background can we find some commonalities that we should be looking for for successful candidates also you can look at publicly available information about different companies so do people have a similar career progression where many people leave this retail job for this banking job, for example? So you can look at the broad set of data that's publicly available and start to identify potential candidate pools that you should be focused on that maybe traditionally you haven't been by watching the real activity and behavior of job seekers out in the market and how they move from company to company. Another, and this is one that is really gaining a lot of traction right now, is social profile job match. So basically taking your job description, and ideally more than just the job description, and then automatically going out and looking for profiles that are social profiles publicly available on the web that are a match, and bringing those straight to the recruiter. So in the past, you know, the recruiter would spend a lot of time searching for resumes and searching for this information. That can all be automated now, and it can learn over time. So the recruiter can then view those profiles, can give feedback to the sourcing engine, and then the machine learning continues to be informed by the recruiter. So here's another example of where the human contribution is making the application of the AI more effective. So just a couple of additional items that can be um, leveraged from a sourcing perspective. 
One is seeing the social activity that's publicly available on the web and using that to assess the potential for a candidate to move from their current job. So this is really uh, sometimes referred to as social listening. So kind of identifying that if someone has updated their resume or their profiles online, they're probably more open to a move than someone who has not. And then last, you can use the machine learning with the hire data and the recruiter activity. So you can see all of the hires and look by recruiter. You know, is there a recruiter that is identifying more hires um, more quickly, and how can we learn from that behavior? So there's a lot of different applications of predictive analytics as well as AI when it comes to sourcing. And I think if you think about the fact that we are going to continue to have increased competition as the number of job openings goes above the number of job seekers, this is going to be critical for a company to be successful. You touched on this a little, but when an employer adds a predictive analytics tool, what benefits does that employer see? So one thing that they can see is that their process is actually um, more objective because you're using data more than human decisions for everything. So you'll see that candidates that maybe traditionally haven't been considered will rise to the top because it's a very objective process. So that's one benefit. Another benefit is that ideally you'll find that perfect candidate three days before your competitor would have because you've used this automation in the process to speed up the connection of the recruiter to that best candidate. And then you'll also see improvements in quality of hire if you're utilizing machine learning to enhance your process and your selection of the hire. Now sourcing is just the first step of the recruitment process. So how can we use predictive analytics throughout the recruitment funnel? Yeah, so another way um, that you can take that further into the process is by utilizing the data in the process, both from a standpoint of, you know, we've had 20 applicants, we should expect to get one hire from those 20 applicants. But you can start to understand in advance, who will that one hire be and how do we get to that one person instead of all 20 people so that we're making our process more efficient. So that it's more of a spear fishing type of analogy than net fishing. You know, you're using that to make your process more efficient. And then the recruiter time that is saved by targeting and finding those best applicants first can be reinvested in building a relationship with those applicants and really securing them from your potential competition. So it allows for a more efficient process where higher impact activities can be the focus. You can also use it to run some experiments, for example, to see that if texting someone gets a better response rate to scheduling than an email link. And of course, you want to be sure that that texting process is compliant with express consent. But you can, you can look at different methods and see what is more effective with a particular candidate persona. You know, for certain jobs, they might be more likely to 
you know, want to text because they're on their phone a lot versus being on a computer. So you can test those sorts of things. So efficiency in the process is, is really a key application that, that you can utilize um, predictive analytics to enhance. If you're a leader at an organization and you're looking to implement some sort of predictive analytics tool in your process, where should you start? What advice do you have for a person in that position? Yeah, I would say that bringing in perhaps some expertise from outside your organization, because if you're not doing it already, then you may not have that expertise. So ideally, you could get an expert to help you with that. And that could come from your RPO provider or for any recruitment service provider, they will often have this expertise in-house or you know, from a consultant or by hiring um, a data scientist or specialist into your organization. And then if you bring that expertise in, however you do that, then really it's best when it's matched with the experience of your organization because then you've got the outside expertise to maybe challenge the way things have been done but you've got the internal knowledge and ability to access the data that is needed to put something like this together so then i think it's also important that you set clear goals there's a lot you can do that isn't going to impact your business outcomes so if you look at what are your key challenges and try to focus that effort to those challenges, then you'll get more from that effort. And it's a good place to start. You know, you don't want to start with trying to predict every part of the process. Start where, we, where you have challenges, where you can see a real positive from the investment. Well, speaking of expertise, what are we doing here at People Scout with predictive analytics? And what are we offering to our clients? Yeah, so there's a number of different ways that we are currently offering predictive analytics through the Affinix ecosystem of technology. One is um, media sourcing. We talked about that earlier in this conversation. Another is looking at retention. So in this case, we need to partner with the client to get their retention data, but then we're able to make predictions when we kind of marry that data up with the recruitment data to see you know, what were the attributes of those that were ultimately retained. Um, also looking at how we can predict our service level agreement attainment. So we're using predictive analytics to see where we may fall short of a service level agreement. For example, time to fill or interview to hire ratio. And then where we see that we have a potential miss then we're reallocating resources. So that comes through our uh, predictive analytics that we offer. Um, it's customized to each client's SLAs so that we can see where we might have a shortfall. Also, as I shared with you before, really that process improvement throughout the funnel. So really looking for where can we save efficiency and redirect efforts by understanding where the process is most effective based on the data that we have. So that's what we're using with our teams and our clients today, but we're also continuing to build and enhance our analytics platform so that we have more that we can do. So we're working on more advanced predictive models that really cover the entire process rather fo than focusing on the key areas I just mentioned. So that's something that we're currently working on. 
Also, more client benchmarking. So being able to provide our clients with where they stand in terms of industry benchmarks. And we're really focusing on how we can do more around the quality of hire and workforce planning as future things that we're investing in to enhance our analytics platform. Before we wrap up, you mentioned something that I just want to touch on. You mentioned sharing data, and I think that's something that can be scary for a lot of leaders because data is just so valuable. Can you speak for a little bit about the importance of finding a way to share that data with your partner? Yeah, absolutely. We've been able to do some really powerful things when we have, together with a client, partnered to get data from multiple sources. So we have, as an RPO provider, we have a lot of the data for the recruitment process. But being able to look at performance data or retention data allows us to get into that quality of hire. And of course, um, really, it can be scary, as you mentioned, but there's a lot of trust already when you have a partnership like a recruitment process outsourcing provider because they have access to candidate-sensitive data already. So really, it's not that much of a leap, and the contracts are very secure in terms of ownership of data and how that data is handled, managed, secured, transferred. So I think it's really sometimes the biggest challenge is you've got data in your organization in different silos, and so you have to work with different teams and stakeholders on the client side in order to get the data that will really help to inform a better business outcome. So it's absolutely worth it. There are obstacles. It takes some determination to work through. Um, but again, I think you're not necessarily increasing your risk level. Um, you're really working with a partnership that has a lot of security built into it. And really, the business outcomes can be impacted in a very powerful way. Thank you, Allison, for joining us today. And thank you for listening to this edition of Talking Talent with People Scout. If you have any questions that we didn't cover today, you can send them our way. You can email us at marketing at peoplescout.com, or you can find us on social media. Just search People Scout on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. To make sure you don't miss an episode, visit our blog at peoplescout.com. Talking Talent is a People Scout production, music by sound design through Shutterstock. <laughs>